Welcome to Conversations with Mark and Deborah Griffo, a marriage and family podcast dedicated to building strong families. And now your hosts, Mark and Deborah. Welcome to the first episode of our brand new podcast. Thanks for listening to our conversation. We are very excited and trust this podcast will be a blessing to you. Of course, I am joined with my co-host and wife of 40 years, Deborah. (laughs) I know we've been talking about marriage and family for a long time, and it's such a blessing to be able to provide this conversation now with each other that will be able to help strengthen the lives and the marriages of those that are listening. I know. It's been so amazing down through the many years God's given to us to be able to pick up things and develop things and walk together in life and literally put all of the principles God has in His Word to use. It does work. God's word works, and it's going to it be does. it's going to be exciting to be able to share with the couples and the families that are listening. You know, for me, my marriage and my family, uh, my four children, and now they are married. One getting married this year, but that that is the greatest achievement of my life. And as I poured my heart and soul into raising my children and homeschooling them. And, you know, dedicating them to God just to be a sharp arrow shot Mm, out of our home with great purpose to affect this world and to be a blessing to God's kingdom and to advance His kingdom. And so it's been a wonderful journey, and we have so many stories we want to share with those listening about that journey and how it can affect them and their families today. We do. And Life is a journey, and marriage is a journey. And for people to think that it's going to be simple and easy, well, I've got news for you. It's not always simple, and it's not always easy, but it is very rewarding. And that's what we want to talk about with you today. We want things that last. We don't want things that are going to break down And when you build a durable and authentic and powerful marriage and a lasting one, oh my goodness, that is going to make a difference in our society and it's going to bring world changers. I really believe that. So today we are going to talk about some things that I believe will help you. And Deborah and I want to give you some principles, some things to stand on, some pillars that will help you. Let me just say, first of all, that I need to be a husband that pours my life into my wife on a constant basis. This is what God has done for us. He poured his life out for us. And I want to do the same for Deborah. You know, in order for me to do that, in order for us to pour our lives into each other, takes a powerful commitment a super powerful commitment. That's right. And, you know, we were created in God's image to receive love and to give love. Mm -hmm. And the Lord always saw when He created us, He always saw us in in a committed relationship so that we could freely be committed and to receive love and to give love. And, you know, even in this society and our culture that we're living in, people are searching for that way to receive love, Mm -hmm. to give love. But we want to just say, and I know many of you listening know this, there is no way that you can effectively give love and receive love outside of a relationship that is committed 
to last. That's where you're going to find the God kind of love that he gives to us. And it's a wonderful journey when you place yourself in that area of, I am committed. I am committed to the very end. You know, it's like our society, we've kind of traded till death do us part to uh, till divorce do us part. Mm. But you cannot have a lasting love unless you are built on that rock of commitment. That is the number one pillar for every marriage. It is the number one pillar. And so I think, let's talk about that. You know, my commitment level to you, sweetheart, is the driving force to a healthy and powerful lasting love. To commit myself to you with all of my heart. And I believe that this could be the driving force in every marriage. It will be the glue that makes things stick together. I'm not in this marriage for me. I'm in this to bless you, to help you, to honor you to the max. And our premise and our plumb line has to come from the Word of God. This is the very foundation that we stand on. I think this is the very foundation of powerful commitment and covenant. We stand on the Word of God. Yeah, that's so good. And you know, there's an author, Dave Willis, he wrote The Seven Laws of Love. And I love a quote that he He says in his book, he says, no relationship can survive unless it's rooted in rock solid commitment. And this is for all of us. We need to be committed. We need to be role models today to the world. People are looking for great families and great marriages. And we have the power within us as believers in Jesus Christ to be those role models of committed people to work through our storms, to go through our trials, and to stand at the other end committed to one another and at a higher level in our relationship because of what we've just gone through. And so I, 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 um, I'm asking each one of you listening to ask yourselves today, am I 100% committed to my spouse? Am I 100% committed? And uh, that's a good, that's the best place to start any relationship is with that question. How committed am I? How much of a servant am I to my spouse? Can I serve better? Mm -hmm. Can I commit better? And when you find both both doing that in a relationship, um, you're literally going to be creating heaven on earth in your marriage. And that's what we want to bring is heaven on earth in our marriage. You know, that kind of commitment is going to build so much strength through the years. We said the word of God has to be the final authority. And in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, honey, I ran across this amazing verse. I want to read it to our listeners As a reminder, it says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. I think in all terms that when we let love and faithfulness never leave us, It is the groundwork, it is the foundation that we will stand on. And what you just said, Deborah, is so amazing because it's a choice. We have to make that choice. It is, and sometimes it's so hard. You know, sometimes you just want to get up and walk out. 
But I want you to look further, look mm. down the road when you're 60, 70, 80, 90, and you're going to have an eternal legacy, an eternal impact. Mm-hmm. But it's all going to be defined by your level of commitment to the people that God's placed in your life. We live in a hookup generation <laughs> where we just, you know, so many of our, our, our society hooks up for a night or two or a month. And then it's over, but that is not the way that God ever intended mm-hmm. you to receive or give love. It's always been within the beautiful boundaries of an established, committed relationship. And we call it marriage. And there is nothing like that commitment in marriage to be a display to the world of the beauty of God's love to us as well. Yeah, amen. I fully believe that with all of my heart. You know, I remember, honey, we were walking through Costco one day. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. We were walking through Costco, you know, looking at all the different things, and we were getting all our samples. And there was this older couple. They were walking together, pushing this cart, and their cart was filled up with some of the things they wanted to purchase. Mm-hmm. And he had a veteran's hat on. And so I stopped him and I said, Sir, thank you so much for serving in the military. He says, Sir, it was my honor to serve our country. And then I said, Looks like you're pretty much in love with your wife. How long have you guys been married? I'll never forget my response when he told me. He goes, Oh, we've been married 75 years. (laughs) I go, 75 years? He said, yeah. He says, you know, we're so in love with each other. It is that kind of love that builds such a lasting foundation. And they chose through all of the circumstances and seasons of life to stay together and make it work. And if you're listening here today, that is exactly what you need to do. You need to look at the long term because you are leaving a legacy you are leaving a great example, and you want that to be the very, very best. And I feel so strongly that we use that word divorce very casually in our society, in our culture, in America, mm-hmm. and you know, and other countries as well that are listening. But I, I can say for you and I, honey, we have never allowed that word to be a part of our Never. communication. And um, I know even when we were married and we were having our ceremony, we sang to one another. We did. A beautiful song, and it was called Together Forever. Should we sing it now? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> but it was a song, and I felt like I, I look back, and that was a prophetic decree over us that we were singing over each other. Mm-hmm. And if you enter into your marriage with that uh, mindset that this is forever. Now, I know that the Lord, He permits um, a separation for things like adultery, things that are, you know, emotional abuse, abuse. There are things that we have to step away from one another, separation, mm-hmm. but that can even be restored. You know, we have married many couples that were divorced and got restored. Mm-hmm. And there can be forgiveness, there can be that. But for the most part, enter into your relationship with the mindset that I am committed 
to death. I am committed to this man or to Mm -hmm. this woman, and I'm going to invest my life and my time into them. And uh, so together forever, that's been our theme. It has, together forever. And so far, 40 years, and we're moving forward to 85 years if we can make it. I know. And you know, (laughs) it seems like when you have that mindset and you don't, you know, just easily back out and divorce because of unreconcilable differences, which is the number one reason for divorce today. But when you just know, hey, I'm going to be married to this man forever, well, then you really work harder and you Mm -hmm. look for ways, you ask God for ways through all the seasons of our life to make our marriage the best. You know, He just doesn't want us to be committed together, but He wants us to be committed together, living a thriving, Mm. enhanced, wonderful, beautiful relationship together where I am becoming known by you and you are becoming known by me. And we learn the depths of one another's hearts and souls throughout all the decades of our lives. That's so fantastic. Oh my (laughs) goodness. You know, you mentioned David Willis and I have a quote too from him. And it says, your eternal impact is defined by your level of commitment to the one God has placed in your life. That is about as powerful as you can get. And I'm telling you, we make that choice. We made that choice over 40 years ago. And I encourage you as couples out there, make that choice together, you know, forever. Make it that theme of your life. And when you do that, when you hold hands, when you walk together, it's going to be so neat. You know, honey, in a minute, I just want us to talk about some, what I would call timeless truths that will help the couples listening and the people listening. And by the way, if you're not married and you're listening to this, take notes because these things, these principles, these pillars are going to really help you stay strong as you've made the choice to be together forever. It's important. And so I'm going to give you the first of one powerful truth. And that is number one, it's important that you make time together a number one priority. This is a must. We've got to build a healthy communication and commitment to each other. And, you know, remember that time is the currency of commitment and relationship. And so I want to encourage all of you today to make your time together. And I feel like as we continue to work together and be married together, that there is nothing more important than time. And you're right, honey, it's whatever you spend time in, whatever you are giving your time to is what is going to grow and mature. Mm -hmm. And if I'm working all the time in my garden, I'm going to have a beautiful garden. If I'm working, um, if I'm spending time with my children and my husband and my family, I'm going to have a beautiful family a beautiful relationship, a beautiful atmosphere. Mm -hmm. What I spend my time with is what is going to grow. Yeah, and you know what? I encourage all of you to invest time in your marriage and ask the Lord to give you creative ways to spend time together. Make sure you do creative talk, creative walk, creative time, whether it's alone or with other people. You know, make it so important 
that you spend time. That's what Jesus did for us. He gave us a time for everything. So if we're looking for practical things to help us in our commitment and our relationship, that would be the first one Mm -hmm. is that we're saying to you today is just to spend time. And even if it's 15 minutes, couples, just starting with that, looking eye to eye with all distractions, kids are in bed, um, Mm -hmm. phones are out of the room, just look at one another, spend time together, communicate, use your words to lift up, to build up, and to pray together. So time is of utmost, and you've got to put the time in, real time, not just being in the room together doing different things, but putting real time in together mm-hmm. as a couple. Yeah. You know, there is a second one, and that is when you have made a mistake in your marriage, admit it and humbly and quickly ask forgiveness. Yeah, that's really important. You don't want to put it off. You want to be quick to say mm-hmm. that you were wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And you know, that's really hard. A lot of times when we're um, you know, just starting off in our marriage, our marriage isn't quite mature. Um, we aren't mature, <laughs> but we are. Um, but we need to remember that maturity looks like asking for forgiveness when you were wrong. That is a great hallmark of being a mature believer. Is when you go to that person and you just say, "Hey, I blew it. I'm sorry." Um, don't put it off. Don't wait until the next day. Just say it the the minute you know you were wrong, I'm sorry. And then you go forward and you don't look back. You don't look back. And Jesus even said, how many times do you forgive? 70 times 70. I mean, he was giving a concept that it's just a constant thing. You know, and sometimes, let me speak to the man here just for a moment. Sometimes men have a hard time saying, I'm sorry, because they're the leader, they're the macho one. You know what, man? Break yourself down and just humbly come before your wife. If you've made a mistake, tell her you are sorry. You're not going to look back and you're going to go forward and just make it work. That's something you need to do. And, you know, many, many, many times over, I've told Deborah I love her, but many, many, many times over, I've also said, honey, I'm sorry because I was wrong. So, I just want to encourage all of the couples out there, if you're wrong, admit it, move forward, don't look back, and let God bless your marriage continually. Yeah, and God's working humility in Mm -hmm. you. And whether you want to be humble or not, God's going to give you many opportunities in your life to become humble. And that's a beautiful characteristic. The Lord blesses a humble heart. He does. So you want to just make sure that when you have the opportunity and you know you're wrong, you're quick to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Yes. You know, there's another pillar that we stand on, and that is make sure that laughter becomes the sound of your marriage and family. There is nothing greater than laughter. You know, share moments of great joy in difficult times. Work hard and find something to laugh at. It's going to bring a lot of life and a lot of hope into your marriage. See, the Bible says a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Sometimes life gets so serious, and especially during these times and these days, it seems like everyone has such a serious face, and I love to break laughter open in front of people and in front of each other. What a great concept, and what a great pillar we can stand on. 
in our marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's bring laughter. I think we should just laugh right now, right? <laughs> you know, because laughter really does bring a lot of hope and joy. It does. It does. And, you know, nobody wants to live with a perfectionist or someone who's sour all the time or negative. You just sometimes you got to let God heal you mm-hmm. from all of that. And he heals with laughter. Joy and laughter is medicine, it says in God's word. And so you want to be lighthearted enough to where you can let that laughter just come out and, you know, just break out, laugh at your mistakes, laugh at, laugh with one another. Don't always be down on yourself. And in a society where you always got to perform and be perfect, it's like you don't want to get your marriage into that place. You want to allow times for, for weakness, for joy, for... Um, celebration and for just letting there be a relaxed atmosphere where you can just have a huge mm-hmm. laughing party together. And, you know, I know when I'm laughing with my husband or family and it just gets to where I'm bent over and I cannot even stand up. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> That's right. You just, after it's finished, you just, stress is just rolled off of you. You feel lighter. You feel mm-hmm. good. And so let laughter, like Mark said, let that be a soundtrack of your marriage and of your yes, family. Yes, that's so good. Lighten up the load by laughter, and it just makes the difference. You know, I remember my grandfather. His name was Raymond Jones. He was a punster, and he would literally make a joke about everything you said. And I remember laughing at everything in him. And his laughter was so contagious, and he would laugh at his own jokes, his own puns. <laughs> and I remembered, oh, I just want to be like my grandpa. I called him Bapa. And he was such a great guy, but he was a guy of laughter, and that was his legacy. Yeah, I think you are like your grandpa in, in, with your puns, because sometimes you're the only one laughing at your puns, and nobody <laughs> That's else That's true. <laughs> I know. I don't understand why other people don't get my puns sometimes, but at least I laugh. That's what matters. <laughs> okay, That's let's right. move on so we can laugh at that later. <laughs> you know, let me um, give you another tip here. Sometimes, and I think men especially, it seems, Give a silent treatment when there's a problem. You really think it's just men? Oh, I don't know. Do women do that too? Oh, of course. We've had yeah. our times when we were early, early married where something would happen and we just wouldn't talk to each other for a day. Well, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? Don't stay silent. Work it out. Talk it out. And talk the problem out with honor and respect. You know, I'll give you a glimpse into my heart. When we were married early on in life, let's say the first five years, I remember I gave you the silent treatment. And I look back on that, and that was not fun for you, and it was not fun for me. I remember sometimes we would get in some conversations, and I thought I was right, and I thought you were wrong, and... I didn't really want to say any more about that. And I would just turn over in bed. Remember those times? And I just, you know, wouldn't say anything. And you're talking away and I just wouldn't say anything. And you would say, honey, do you have anything to say? And I wouldn't say anything. (laughs) That was horrible. I look back, why did I ever do that? But, you know, I learned to talk it out with you because that's super important. That's a powerful person when you can talk your problems out. Don't use the silent treatment under any circumstances, conversation is the way to go. It's so good. It is. And you know, when you get married, it's two imperfect people coming together 
and we're going to have to go through one another's bumps and and weaknesses in life. We're Mm going to have to go through them together, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have to, you know, just continue to believe that God is going to have a solution. And and He did. I mean, we what we learned out of that was we learned how to deal with conflict in a really whole and healthy way, which we're going to share in in podcasts to come. But that helped us so that we didn't, I don't think we've ever shut down since. No, we haven't. And we've always stayed connected. We've stayed open. Maybe we need every once in a while, we need a, a little breathing room, you know, but we've never gone hours just silent and no. not speaking together. And we try and sit down, we try to work it out, and we've learned there are healthy ways, principles to stay connected and communicate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about those in another session. Yes. But that's what God taught us through all of that. Yeah, and it's so great to carry on good conversations and come up with healthy, healthy solutions. There's another item of a strong marriage, and that is never talk bad about your spouse to someone else. Oh my goodness, this shows disrespect and dishonor. Protect your marriage and stand for truth. You know, don't say anything or write anything sarcastic about your spouse on social media platforms or community meetings. Protect your spouse in every situation. You know, I want to give you high regard. You've got a lot of amazing things for me to talk about because you're so amazing. I think you're the perfect wife. (laughs) And I'm telling you, you're so beautiful, even as I look at you now, as we're making this conversation in this podcast. But you know what? Never talk bad about each other. That is the worst thing you could do. It just shows so much dishonor and, you know, work things out and talk good about your spouse. Mm, That's so good. Well, thank you, honey. I am not a perfect wife, (laughs) but I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that you think I am a good wife. I want to be a good wife for you. You are an amazing wife. But I think that both of us, we both recognize we are imperfect, but we serve Mm -hmm. a God who is perfect. Amen. And He's so gracious and loving. And through all the seasons of our life, He's been so faithful. Yes. And no, I don't want to ever speak bad or hear others speaking bad about their Mm -hmm. spouses. We're to be our spouse's greatest ally. Yes. And warrior for one another. Um, never showing disrespect or dishonor to each other. And so you need to shut that down right away. If you're taking walks in the morning with your girlfriends and you're both talking about, you know, what your husbands did or your, you know, you need to stop that Mm -hmm. right now. And you need to protect your marriage by speaking just truth and speaking wholeness and life into that relationship. And if not, you're the one that's bringing demise to your relationship. So Mm -hmm. stop talking bad about your spouse. Pour your heart out to God. Never pour it out. Pour out negative things about your spouse to other people. If you both need to go to a counselor, speak about the issues, Mm -hmm. but don't belittle or talk negative or bad ever about your spouse. Jesus never talks bad about you, and we're to aspire to be just like Jesus. And we lift up, we pull out the gold in one another. We lift up one another mm-hmm. on a continual basis. It takes work, but you continue to do it and you have it. It's a habit. And that habit um, continues to also be passed on to your children who yeah. will do the same. See, that takes us to the next point. That is, let's be our greatest encourager with one another. Let's encourage each other. And, you know, I just want to leave 
you with this last principle, and that is be your spouse's biggest encourager. Don't be known for his or her biggest critic. Listen to this. Be the one who wipes away the tears, not causes them. Be sensitive to each other's accomplishments and encourage one another. This is so much, so much good information. And we have a lot of good things to say about each other. I'm feeling, sweetheart, right now that maybe there's some couples that are listening to this, some marriages that are listening to this podcast, and they're saying, oh my goodness, I've done some of these things, and I haven't done some of these things, and I just want to be a better, better Mm. spouse. I want to be a better, better marriage partner. If that's you today, we just want to pray for you. We want to speak over your life. You know, Deborah and I, we just love seeing couples get strengthened. We want you to have a super healthy marriage. We want you to be a powerful couple and move forward in life. And that's what we desire. And I just feel like we need to pray for them today. And let's ask God to just bring a revolution of radical marriages today. It's so good. Our world needs this. Yes. They need to see couples totally in love mm-hmm. with one another, operating healthy together, um, helping to find solutions for their communities together, helping to raise up strong families that will do great things for the kingdom of God in their communities and in the world. So, Father, right now we come before Jesus. you and we thank you for every couple that is listening. Yes, we do. Father, we stand with them, Lord, and we say that there is no lie that the enemy can speak to Amen. them that, that they will believe for their marriage or their home. And any lies that the enemy has been speaking to you um, right now, we just, in the name of Jesus, we crush those lies, we put them under our feet, Mm -hmm. and we say we will not listen to them. God has put you together so that you will have a a marriage that is filled with peace and filled with joy. We'll be able to work out every situation, every obstacle. You will continue to go as one, holding hands up to the mountaintops, and God is going to use you both together So, Father, we just pray right now for hearts that are broken, hearts that are hurting, wondering, where is hope? In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that you are more than enough, and it is by your blood and your sacrifice that we can accept, Lord, that you give us power from heaven, Lord, to continue to walk out our life, Lord, and continue to walk out our marriages, Lord, and that they Mm -hmm. will not just survive but they will be marriages that thrive, filled yes. with the power yes. of the Holy Thank Spirit. You, and Lord, that their families will thrive and they will be testimonies of a kingdom, the kingdom of God on earth, filled with righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So, Father, we thank you for this. Thank you for this work you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I just see the Lord washing over some of you, some of your marriages, those of you that are even listening together. I see the Lord just bringing a new, fresh cleansing Mm -hmm. over your marriage, like you're under a waterfall. And the Lord is just washing (laughs) over you, washing off the residue of the the argument of yesterday, washing off of you the process problems that you can't quite seem to come come to a solution. He's just washing over you and just giving you a new mm-hmm. start, a fresh new start. So I thank you for those couples, Lord, that are receiving that right now. Let them just feel the power of the Holy Spirit upon them 
as they're receiving a fresh, new, brand new start, Lord. It's a new day, a new horizon for you. Yes, it is. For your marriage. And we thank you for this, Father. Yes, it is a new horizon. We just stand together with you for the very best. Don't look back. Thank you, Lord. Go forward. March forward and say, I'm going to be committed like I've never been committed before. I'm going to be strengthened. I'm going to strengthen my spouse like I've never strengthened her or him before. Just make that decision. As Deborah was praying, I just heard Joshua 24, 15 so loud and clear that says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And Lord, I pray for the homes of America today. I pray for the families of America. I pray for the marriages of America, Lord. Strengthen them, God, and build them up. God, for marriages worldwide, husbands and wives, oh God, would you move upon our marriages today? Lord, where there's discouragement, Build encouragement, Father. Where there is hopelessness, build hope. Where there is faithlessness, God, build faith. And God, may they stand on the firm foundation of the Word of God. Today, I decree over you that you will stand on the Word of God and you will be strong and you will be powerful and you will stay connected. And God is going to work everything out for your good and His glory. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. And we just see also um, any confusion that is in a home right now. I just see the Holy Spirit blowing the breath of His Spirit into your home and just dispelling and blowing out any confusion that you or your spouse may have. We just decree that it is confusion-free in your home. There's no confusion, but only wisdom and unity and peace and joy are reigning in your home. We decree that over you in the name of Jesus. That's so good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I believe God has spoken to many, many couples. And if you have any testimonies, any miracles of what God has done for you, please let us know. The announcer at the end will tell you where you can write us, but we would love to hear from you. But until next time, this is Deborah and Mark Griffo saying to you, you are stronger together. This podcast has been produced by the loving contributions of our partners and friends. If you desire to know more about Stronger Together Ministries, please visit the website at www.strongertogetherministries.org. It's our desire to bless you and encourage you to have a strong family. If you care to invite Mark and Deborah to your church or ministry, please contact them at contact at strongertogetherministries.org. We are stronger together as we are building strong families. God bless you.